Hey everybody, we're back with another episode of Small Business Chronicles. This one we're taking on the road, uh, figuratively, I guess. We are going to talk to Cedric Leggett today about trucking, truck driving, and that entrepreneurial spirit, and and some of the cursory businesses that help trucking out. Uh, how are we doing today, Cedric? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. We were talking about a little bit in the pre-interview. I used to be an over-the-road truck driver uh, uh, for mm -hmm. a few years, and Cedric was as well. Now, whereas I've moved away and went to marketing, Cedric has moved out of that truck around to cursory business around and support staff for, for truck driving. Tell us a little bit about that, Cedric. Yeah. So, first of all, um, I really do appreciate it. Thank you for having me on the show. Absolutely. Um Great opportunity um, for, for us. So just want to say thanks first. Um, so, yeah, we can get started on telling you about that. First off, um, I am one of the people that have a CDL license. Um, I did attain my CDL license uh, years ago, and I'll, I started my own trucking business years ago. And I got out there in the mud, the blood, sweat and tears and drove all over down by the border things like that so um i think that's crucial and very important because you have so many people um in this industry that take it for granted and they just jump into it and have not had none of the groundwork the foundation at all <laughs> so um, i'm that person that did go through the groundwork the foundation and from that point what i did um, I saw a need to help other small businesses, um, mainly uh, truckers and trucking companies. And so, um, and to be honest with you, I could not do both uh, effectively. Uh, so I had to choose stay in the truck or switch to the training, the consulting and the education. And so I chose to switch to the training, consulting and education and i have not looked back from there um, and we've helped a lot of people over the years with their small business uh, start their trucking companies some people already had a company started they needed some help keeping it afloat um, i'm not saying that we can save everybody and we were able to save everybody but we have helped a lot of people and some of the cases just with basic stuff you would be surprised of the people that don't know basic stuff about business, basic stuff about trucking. And we was able to help them, taught them some of those things, and it made a, a, a great difference. So so that's kind of how you know I got into it and got started. And we're st still currently right now doing it today, the training, consulting, and education. And my business is built around that. It's two main things we do. Uh, we help people generate passive income uh, by doing trucking automation, setting your business up on autopilot. Uh, we also have a free program um, to where it doesn't cost any money up front. Uh, you can come, uh, and this is for owner operators, it's not for anybody, but owner operators can come, bring their truck, or we can help them get a truck and we can provide loads, dispatching, and all of those type things. So in a nutshell, that's kind of what our business is about. Very good. Uh, let's let's back up a little bit. How did you get into truck driving? Let's go over your journey just a little bit. So yeah. how, how did you yeah, end so, up in a truck? I know I ended up there because I needed money. And, and at the time, yeah. uh, 15 years ago, it, it paid more... Uh, it paid more than anything else in in my local area, yeah. in my rural area. So, so how did you end up in the truck? 
Yeah, so I ended up in a truck. First of all, <laughs> I did not want to end up in a truck. I did not want to be in a truck. So what happened, um, I have two older brothers. Um, they started their businesses way before me. They actually started uh, driving like years, years before me. Um, so they were constantly telling me about it. Um, I have an older cousin to where we grew up like brothers. You know, I would go and spend the night at his house and things like that. Um, so the two older brothers and the one older cousin, they all started trucking companies. They first got their CDL license and they drove OTR over the road uh, for other companies. And then they started their own businesses. And long story short, they was just constantly telling me, hey, you need to look at this. You need to you know, come get involved in this. And I'm like, you're crazy. No, no way. I want nothing to do with a truck, blah, 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 blah. So um, I finally gave in and I started learning from them um, trial and error. And I'm going to be honest with you. Did I listen to everything that they taught me? Nope. And I paid <laughs> for it tremendously. <laughs> I'm not going to lie right. to you. So uh, I paid for it tremendously, but uh so they were able to convince me and then I went and got my CDL license and um, I did it the old school way. I actually got my CDL license through them, went out, worked with them, um, uh, trained with them, also uh, bought me a uh, truck and trailer and then started training myself also. Um, and I went, we had a, um, a our church churchyard is, is huge. It's like 10 acres and it's a lot of land. So I would go to the churchyard with the truck and trailer and just set up cones and practice. Also get in practice with them also. And so I did it the old school way and then went to the DMV, took my CDL license. I don't even think they let you do it like that anymore, but I did it the old school way and, and um, just started going out driving, getting more experience with them. And so that's how I got into it. And that's how I got started. And that's kind of a, a background. So, so when I was out, on, on the truck, there is a lot of different elements to being an over the road truck driver. I don't think everybody appreciates mm -hmm. one long hours away yeah. from the family. Now you, you have, you yes. have, you have truck drivers that are local dedicated or home on the weekends, but the majority mm -hmm. of standardized over the road truckers are gone for weeks at a time. They're, they're just traveling yeah. around the nation weeks at a time. Uh, there's not a lot of amenities mm -hmm. in the truck. Now, now there are, think about, think about camping, but it, it's you're mm -hmm. in a long term and you're living here. There, there's not a lot of room for yeah. stoves or and I know there's getting better, but stoves or microwaves or air fryers or or so you're on mm -hmm. you're eating out all the time. It's not healthy. Uh, you're setting all the time. Yep. Road rage. Who wants to drive for 14 hours a day? Have yep. your blood pressure spike <laughs> up. Eat chicken sandwiches all the time. That's why I had to leave. Like that's that 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 yeah. became me. So. So, and there was good things. Like I've seen more of, I've been to all 48 States, Canada, Mexico, uh, uh, got to see everything that I wanted to see. So, so before we move on to the business mm -hmm. aspect, what was your least favorite parts of trucking and what was your most favorite parts that you miss still being on that truck? Yeah. So you pretty much hit on most of it already, but, but yeah, my least favorite part was the OTR. And if I had to name one then that would be the number one thing the otr being gone over the road um 
uh, for long periods of time. Um, even, and we had some routes to where we would be back home. We would leave out maybe like Sunday evening, Sunday night, early Monday morning, whatever. And we would be back home Friday evening, Friday night, Saturday morning. So we, we did have some routes like that, that, you know, it was okay, but still you're talking five or six days, you're gone. I mean, mm-hmm. to me, five or six days being gone in 14 days is, yeah, the number is different, but it's, to me, it's the same. <laughs> it's the same thing. You're not home every night. Right. Um, but, but that was the biggest thing that I did not like. Um, everything else I, I could really deal with and adjust, adjust to. I'm the type of person like change. I can adapt to change. Um, I'm the type of person like I can, you know, to me, I look at everything as a mind thing. You know, it's really all about you and your mindset. Um, so majority of the stuff I was able to, you know, get in the right mindset and the right mind frame. But the OTR being gone, like I don't miss that. And the biggest thing was the uncontrollable part, uncontrollable part. Like right now, um, we work from home. We go to our office sometimes. Sometimes me and my wife are on trips and vacation. Uh, we was in Hawaii for several days, like 10 days, and I was working from Hawaii. That's controllable, meaning mm-hmm. I can jump on a plane, come back home at any time. I can jump on a plane and go to Miami at any time. But the trucking is different. When you get in that truck, that load has to go to Missouri. It yes. has to go to Nebraska. It has mm-hmm. to go to California. You can't just stop and say, well, I'm halfway in Texas. I think I'll turn around. <laughs> like you right. cannot do that. So it's, it's the, the uncontrollable OTR. And I love being over the road gone. I just like to be able to control it. Right. It's it's <laughs> so when you, when you travel, you, you like to have some say about when and where you go and when and where and what you do. Yes. And there's zero exactly. of that. There is, there is. Yes. You, you may feel free because, oh, look, I'm going through the Badlands in South Dakota and I can get out of my truck yeah. and look around for 20 minutes. But, oh, uh, got to get to Seattle. I'm yeah. off. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's right. nice, but it's not it's not very fulfilling at all. Yeah. Yeah. And the most thing that, and the most thing that I liked about it is, you know, the money was good. If yeah. you do it right, you the money is good. Um, uh, so and then the other thing I like, you know, you was able to meet a lot of people. Oh, yeah. I mean, even if you go to a truck stop, you may meet three people and you're only there 30 minutes. Right. <laughs> you may meet five people and you're only there in 30 minutes. So I love meeting new people, listening to their stories, listening to what they had to say, gaining some experience mm-hmm experience and knowledge from them um, and being able to see a lot of things that you did not see before because before I started driving uh, trucks I never went that close to the border Mm -hmm. never I'm not I'm saying never but I was able to see that now you know I didn't it's not something I raised my hand and like to do a lot (laughs) but still it was a a great experience to be able to see that at the border you normally see it on TV like all the movies, yeah. but you know, so things like that, that you normally would not get to see and be a part of. Uh, so that's the, the thing that I, I miss about it at, um, the most. And you, you're, you're able to do a lot more things that other people can't like if you're down by the border, you're taking a load somewhere. You can go in some of those certain places where some of the normal people can't, they don't have yeah. access, but you, you're able to like go into like military bases and just see oh, yeah. a lot of different things that people can't have access to. 
Uh, Virginia shipyards. When I was in Virginia, uh, Chesapeake Bay, uh, the Navy shipyards mm -hmm. there, I got to go in there a couple times. Yep. And you see, and, and military mm -hmm. people are going to think I'm weird, but you don't realize how big some of these military ships or container or cargo ships are Ooh. until you are on the dock. Yes. They are they are a city within themselves. They they are they are a moving yes. fortress. Yes, they are. And you're right. I've I've been at some of those Navy yards. Yeah. And um we also would um we had uh, automobiles we would uh deliver also. Uh just we, we would deliver all, all type of freight. Yeah. But we used used to deliver automobiles and some of the automobiles they were military people being stationed somewhere else. And so we would take it from maybe um, Jacksonville, Florida to a base up in Washington or Virginia or whatever the case may be. And you're right. I mean, again, I've never been in the military, but it's kind of like you're in the military for one hour or two hours. Right. Because you get access to most of the stuff that they have access to because you can go in the base you can go right there on the dock and you got to unload and load the and the same thing with loading we would go down to jacksonville we had contracts with uh with some companies down in jacksonville florida we would take the uh, brand new vehicles coming from overseas toyota nissan we would take the brand new vehicles off of the ships and so that was an experience that i would have never have had like brand spanking new toyotas off of the ships loading it on your truck now you got to take it to Texas and deliver it to the dealership. So, yeah, it's it, it's a man. It's a lot of great things that you love about it. So it's a it's a mixture. Absolutely. Uh, and not, we could talk about trucking absolutely all day long. Yeah. If you, if every day in trucking yeah. is like four days of real life because of all the stories, yeah. all the things you get to see, all 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 the experiences you get to have. So, yeah. so you decided to leave trucking, which is not a hard choice for some people because, because it's mm -hmm. just not the, it's the lifestyle for me. I was never a truck driver. I was a guy that drove a truck for a job. I never acclimated. Yeah. It was never a thing that I liked. Uh, yeah. God bless people that do it because I couldn't, you know, after, yeah. a, after so many years, I was just, I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll go flip burgers before I go back on a truck. Like, yeah. You get burnt out. Yeah. Yeah. You absolutely get burnt out, but don't let my story deter any of you. It's just, it's just that right fit, that right yeah. lifestyle. Right. It's like, I go to network meetings all the That's time right. and people probably don't want to do that. And, and, you know, so there's different things for every career, but as we move into trucking and as you move off of the truck, how did you make that jump? from being behind the wheel to be in the big wheel. How, how did you make that? Yeah. Jump? Yeah. So it started, um, by, I, to be honest with you, I, I never really planned it. Uh, it kind of, it's one of those things that kind of happened, you know, and I embraced it. And so what I mean by that is when I started my business and I'm taking loads, you know, all over, whatever, other people saw that and they were interested. And so, of course, they would reach out to me. Some people knew me. They would call me or reach out to a family member like, hey, I need to talk to Cedric. Can I have his number? And then some people, it would just be randomly. You know, they may see me uh, gassing up, you know, getting ready to take a load somewhere. Um, so long story short, they would come to me and they had all of these questions. And so I kind of start thinking, 
um, like, okay, well, it's a lot of people coming to me. And I knew the person that I am because I'm, I'm the type of person I believe in myself. Like I don't, nobody else have to believe in me. I believe in my own self. So I knew I was capable of pulling off anything. Like there's nothing that I don't feel that I can't do. So that wasn't a problem. And then I saw the people started to come to come to me. So it was a transition. I didn't, I didn't do it overnight, but what I started to do, I started to build in my mind. And then I went from there, put it on paper and then from there, I put it into action. And so I was like, okay, I can start helping people start their own trucking business. I can show them how not to make the same mistakes that I made. And so my plan was, and I'll be honest with you, and this plan failed. <laughs> my plan was to stay in the truck because the money, I, I love the money. Uh, some of the other stuff I did not love. So my plan was to stay in the truck and then do that also. Well, that failed because let me tell you something, you cannot do both, especially if you do it on a large scale. And so I took mine to a large scale and you cannot do both. Yeah. Like I cannot run my company as a CEO and still be out driving. I still hold my class A CDL license. They're good. They're active, but I can't go drive a truck anymore because I'm a, I'm the CEO of a company and I run that company every day. So it failed. I'm not going to lie to you. And so I had to make a decision, stay in the truck or switch to training, consulting and education outside of the truck. And so I started to look at it more and more. And to be honest with you, I'll just be straight up with you. I learned that I can make way more money outside of the truck. And mm -hmm. I'm sure you did, too, <laughs> yes. even though you made good money, even though you made good money. But I realized like, whoa, I can make way more money than outside of the truck than I actually can in the truck because I got all the knowledge. Um, I went out there and I drove and learned everything from the ground up. And so that's what happened. And I switched 100% to outside of the truck and I devoted time and everything else, resources to training other people, helping other people, consulting with other people, start their businesses from scratch, from ground up. And so that's how I made that transition. But I'm not afraid to say I failed at many things. Um, and when I first started to do it, I'm not afraid to say I failed miserably. It did not work. I'm not going to lie to you. And I had to make a choice. And now once I made the choice, I was able to kind of start seeing the light and started to build and build and build. And I actually went from having to um, I, I went all the way down to negative, not zero negative <laughs> so i had to start over from negative i'm serious right no, no. i didn't say zero. right <laughs> i didn't say zero i was jumping up and down and i was happy when i made it back to zero but got in a situation to where i had to start all over again from negative but i was able to build up to millionaire status even right now today so so i'm glad that i was able to transition and, and I'm glad I made that decision. But was it an easy road? No, I would never tell you that lie. You got to be dedicated and committed. It, the thing about failure is it's it's a it's it's a hell of a way to teach you a lesson. Um, and and Ooh, it's yes. also it, it's also a way to tell you you're in the right place, you're the wrong place, but you're in the right place in the wrong way. 
that's yeah. My mar- my my journey my journey in marketing is a lot like that. I, I started doing marketing. I failed out of it. I went to do other things. I'm like, nah, let me try that again. Failed out of it. Went and done other things. And now here I sit, at top of my game in, in in where I'm at or whatever. But that that mm-hmm. failure lesson it that that's rough. And when you say start negative, yeah. uh, I, one of the times uh, that I started over and I failed out of what I was doing, I was working three jobs just to try to get back on my feet, just to get back going. And mm-hmm. and marketing was one of those jobs, but bartender was another one of those jobs. And, you know, it, it you when you fail, and, and kudos to you for picking that back up and going, hey, look, I'm in the right place, just in the wrong way. So let me retool yeah. and let me move forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, failure is some of the best experience if not the best experience mm-hmm. and is one of the best teachers if not the best teacher yes <laughs> so, i don't so, i don't remember who said the quote i used to think it was t.s Eliot, but i found out that wasn't right because you know the internet never lies to me and uh but it it course. was a failure is never a failure as long as a lesson is learned and i i hold that mm-hmm. true to this day i have failed and yes. never learned a thing but as I got older and started learning from those, I, I don't really count those later mm-hmm. failures as failures. I count them more as lessons. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly true. It's all about perception and how you mm-hmm. see it and how you look at it. So I know exactly what you mean. And and you know, speaking of you know starting over and things like that, you know, one of the, one of the other things that in my journey, what I teach other people now is you have to embrace it, like just like you said you it's not a failure you know it's lessons being learned if i embrace it if i learn from it and so was i miserable i'm not gonna lie to you yes i was but i embraced it and i was like no that's that's something there's a light at the end of this tunnel and i always had that in my mind there's a light at the end of this tunnel yeah and 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 you you you've got to and that's where the dedication comes in. So any career that you've chosen and that you're not in that career anymore, it means it wasn't worth it to go through this cycle of failure, success and learning and failure and success and learning. So, so some of the other things that I've done in life or careers that I might've chosen or picked that I didn't make it in, I, 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 that's good for marketing because I can go to that career and go, Hey, look, I know how to restaurant market or, Hey, look, I know how to retail or, Hey, look, I know how to do that. But then when you get there, it's kind of like your experience in truck driving. You've been behind that wheel. You know what people face. Mm -hmm. Those trucks are intimidating. So it's like, hey, I'm going to go drive a truck because some people like my daddy was a truck driver. My grandpappy was a truck driver. So I'm going to go be a truck driver. Right. But then there's other people that are just trying to jump into that industry because of either low economic rates of where they're at. uh, or, mm-hmm. or it's a passion for them or it's whatever. So, so you offer that training. Yeah. So how do you approach that training? If somebody's listening to the show and like, man, I thought about being a truck driver. H- how would you mm-hmm. advise somebody to, to move forward in that? Yeah. So, uh, first of all, uh, first off, um, you know, again, we uh, on our website, I mean, you can, it's just like my name, cedricleggett.com. Uh, we do offer a free program. Now, it is only for people that are interested in becoming owner operators. But to answer your question, so one of the first things that we tell people is to first think about it and make sure this is what you want to do. That's that's we we always try to guide people mentally first. 
We don't just jump into things. So that's the first thing we do. And if a person makes that decision and choice, like, okay, yeah, this is what I want to do for whatever reason, for whatever reason, this is what I want to do. Then, you know, we got them to get in their CDL license um, because a lot of people want to get into trucking and for non-truckers, this may sound crazy, but for you, Ryan, you know what I mean. A lot of people want to get into trucking, but they don't want to get a CDL license. Right. Like to me, that's like, what did you just say? Like, did my ears? Right. <laughs> like that don't go together at all. But we, it's, 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 it sounds crazy, but nowadays you have to convince people if you're going to get into trucking, get a CDL license. Right. Don't go off and try to do non-CDL nothing. No. No, you, you hey. <laughs> like nothing. So it's crazy. So, so it's, it's, a, it's a shame that we have to have that as part of our uh, training that we work with people on, but we do. So then once, once we go through that with them, then we start going through each step. We have a step system that we go by. Uh, like, for example, uh, we can help them set up their LLC, their EIN, their Duns and Bradstreet member. We can help them start building their business credit, not their personal credit, but their business credit. Business credit is crazy, crazy important. Oh, yeah. um, we can help them access uh, a truck to get a truck, whether it's get financing or lease to purchase, lease to own and things like that. We have a lot of resources, a lot of companies that we work with. So we start taking them through the steps uh, piece by piece and we work with them on each step and also um, you know, when they're ready, they get the truck and everything uh, loads and freight. We have loads and freight that's available. Um, I was taking loads 15 years ago. I still use some of those same companies because of the relationship mm -hmm. that I built. And I pass those off to my clients. My clients are taking some. Now, I don't take the loads for the companies anymore, but I still work with them. Um, I know them on a first name basis. Um, I have their personal cell phone numbers and contact numbers and things like that. So we take them through the steps, you know, all the way up to taking loads, helping them with their IFTA, their IRP. If they want to set up their own authority, their own trucking authority, we help them with that. Or if they want to lease on to uh, one of our authorities, they can lease on to one of our authorities. So we take them through the steps, step by step, however they want to do it. But but that's kind of been in a, in a nutshell. But we, we, we do have a, a system and a blueprint. Uh, and, and of course, you say we can talk about trucking all day long. Right. And I mean, I can just talk about my blueprint all day long. But I know I don't have time to go through all of the steps. But but in a nutshell, that's how it looks. Uh, well, well, Cedric, thank you so much for, for coming on and talking today. We're, we're about at time. And I want to give you plenty of time to to sure. let people know how to get a hold of you. But trucking is one of those yeah. things in the industry has its ups and downs. Back in the day, it mm -hmm. was you, you were the Knights of the Highway and then it kind of fell apart a little yeah. bit. And I feel like trucking is rebuilding yeah. itself right now to be a, a better industry, yeah. to be a, a better mm -hmm. a, a better style of work for everybody involved. And, and it's honest work and it's hard work. Yes uh mentally mm -hmm. and physically if you're a flat better i don't know why you'd want to do that but anyway uh if you wanted to do that um 
but uh, so so having people like you that are very knowledgeable has set in that seat as a support system is going to be very valuable to anybody that is thinking mm-hmm. about moving into that area. So Cedric, give us all of your details. Let us know how to find you. Let us know how to connect with you. I'll make sure that all goes into the show notes. But uh, go ahead and let us know all, all the ways that we can get a hold of you. Yeah. So um, our website, and again, is just like my name cedricleggett.com i mean you can type that in and the website is going to have different links it's going to have links for our business credit program it's going to have links for our free program it's going to have links for our uh, trucking automation passive income program Um, you're going to be able to see video testimonials on there uh, also Uh, so you'll have a lot of information that you can see on there Uh, also our uh, Facebook page, our business Facebook page. Um, there's not a whole lot going on on my personal Facebook page, but all the action is on our business Facebook page. And you can just go to Facebook, type in my name. It should pull up the page. If not, you can go to facebook.com forward slash Cedric Leggett C-O-M. Okay, not dot com, but com all together with my name. That's Facebook. But if you go to the website, you do have to put the dot com. Um, but but yeah, you can just go to Google and type it in. It'll it'll pull up our information and things like that. But um, but yeah, it's it's that's the easiest way to get uh, in touch with us. Um, a lot of you see us on YouTube. We have um, uh, uh, ads running on YouTube. We have ads running on Instagram. We have ads running on Facebook. So click on one of the ads or just go straight to the website. Either way, you can schedule a call with us and you can talk to a live person. Uh, we do have sales reps. Uh, you can talk to a live person. So we will be glad to talk with you about any of our programs. Thank you so much again, Cedric. And what Cedric is to trucking, I am to marketing. So if you have any marketing needs whatsoever, Titan Digital, uh, we got you covered. Uh, in today's digital marketing age, it's a lot. It's a lot, all of it. Do I do on Instagram? Do I do the TikTok? Do I do the Googles? What do I do on marketing? Well, if you don't know, give us a call at Titan Digital, uh, titandigital.com. And the more stuff you buy from them, the longer I get to just sit around and babble into a microphone. So it's very selfish why I ask you to go to Titan. Also, I might be the director. Oh, this way. I also might be the director of marketing and special projects there too. So, uh, but uh, go visit them out. Check out our sister show, uh, Marketing Masters, the agency power show hosted by CEO of Titan Digital, Cash Miller. Every day he sets down with a new industry leader and talks a little bit about marketing. You can catch all of our shows, including Neil DiPantino's upcoming show called Coaching Something or Other. We haven't quite named it yet, but uh, all business coaches all the time. I don't know if that's a good working name, but uh, uh, that's premiering soon. You can find all of those shows on smallbusinessdelivered.com. If you need anything else uh, uh, or if you need anything about trucking, go to Cedric. Anything marketing, come to Ryan. Uh, and, And that wraps us up today. Thank you so much again, Cedric, for your time today. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you.